Shut up and sit down. Hello, you've reached the Painted Trash, Dear Trash Hotline for some advice. Unfortunately, we're not able to man the phones today. So, please leave a message. Let us know what we can give you advice on. And let us know how to get back in touch with you. Thanks. Hi, my name is Samantha, and I'm planning a summer picnic. And I was wanting to know if y'all had any ideas for a picnic setting and what I could provide my guests at a Hello, summer. Hello, Samantha, Samantha, Samantha. Oh, hi. Oh. Hi. Hi, it's Mark. Thank hey, girl. goodness. I was really in a bond. Oh, you're in a bond? A bond. Oh, um, bondage? Oh, no. I could never. Okay. I'm not sure what a bond is. Girl. Bond. B-I-N-D. Oh, I'm in it's a that thick southern drawl. Well, I think that's true. I am from Georgia. Yep. You are southern if you're anything. Yes. Now, you said something about a picnic. A summer picnic. I'm hosting 17 guests for a summer picnic, and I was wondering... If you had any ideas for place settings or dishes that I could serve the guests. I am a big fan of a disposable, but I don't enjoy like a Dixie. I think Dixie's trash. So I would get like the clear cutlery, clear plate, maybe a little hard. They call them crystal, but you know, they're plastic. Oh, I know it's not great for the environment. So you should take them home and wash them. And then, or as you might say, wash. Wash. Okay. Yeah, you can go ahead and wash them. Well, I washed my this morning. Well, I if she did anything. Okay, back to your picnic because I don't like talking about that. I have moss growing on it as well. Okay, I'm. We're gonna change it back to the picnic, or we're gonna hang up because I I picked up the call, Samantha, because I thought you wanted to talk about a picnic. Do you have any ideas for food I could serve the guests? Finger sandwiches. Okay. Okay. Now, a nice finger sandwich would be like some mayonnaise with some cucumbers, tomatoes. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll tell you, you get you a nice tomato, Uh some fresh basil, and some fresh mozzarella. And Uh you put that bitch together. What is mozzarella? It's it's a cheese. Oh. Is Is it at all like mozzarella? Uh, it's exactly mozzarella. But oh, why did you say it real crazy? Because because like? I'm Italian. Okay. Like, what about matzo balls? Isn't that something that the Jews eat? It is. A lot of Jewish people do enjoy some matzo balls. They'll have a soup, or you know, it's now my husband could serve his matzo balls up. Okay, I, I'm not sure what those are. Does he make them from a matzo meal? They're actually, I, I was just talking about his big old dangling kiwis. Okay. You know, back to the picnic, okay? Because he has, the older he gets, the lower they go. And now there's a thick film of hair on him. And the hair just swiffers the floor up, which is kind of nice because I have him dust with him. Okay. I got to tell you, Smith, I'm I'm not here for it. We're oh. going to need to move on because I, I thought we were talking about picnics. Instead, you want to talk about <laughs> and balls on painted trash. Now, hello, girl. This here that we have this evening in our Port Vintage Cup. This is oh, a yeah. honey crisp apple, right? That's girl? right. It's a honey crisp apple wine girl, and it comes to us right out of 
the upstate New York Finger Lakes region girl called the 1911 Beacon Skiff, which we've had their oh, cideries. Oh, yeah. Now, this is a sweet treat for your damn nerves. Oh, yeah. It's for your damn nerves if it's for anything. Right. Okay. Welcome to Painted Trash Podcast, kids. Now, this, see, I'm taking your line. You go for it. This is your weekly podcast. Yeah, weekly. Of faggotry. Right. <laughs> Uh, and discourse yeah, and always, hilarity. Oh, yes. It's going to involve all three of those things, and it's always going to be quality content. Okay, she slurred out right at the start tonight. Right. And my name is Casey. I'm the co-host here, and yes. sitting across from me in Studio AA is... Now, kids, my name is Mark. Right. Kane, that's an M-A-R to the K. Now, girl, can I start? Because I had girl, a I, heck of a week. I'm going to need to hear about your week, because you know what? You've been quiet. This week. She's been quiet because she's been busy. So, you know, me and Miss Jeffrey are, are going on our fourth year yeah. together. And this past I week. I think you're in your fourth year together. We are. Yeah. Okay. Going on the fifth. Right. And in all this time, one of his closest, oldest friends. Try the, that five times. Yeah. Fast. Closest, oldest, closest, oldest, closest, oldest. Yeah. I can only do three. You did, right. You stopped at three. Her name is Christina Girl. And. Hey, girl. Yeah. And I finally got to meet her in per- live and in the flesh. Now, you've met her before, right? Only on the Zoom. Mm-hmm. So she mm-hmm. met her on the Zoom call. Now, where so, is she from, girl? Now, she lives currently in Ohio, girl. Okay. Oh. Now, we've been to Ohio. Oh, yeah. We're going again. She came over to our to our house, and we had a nice little time together. We went on a couple of lake walks. We had a dance party in the house, just the three of us. We had some Tres Leches cake. Oof. No. Did you get that from the Bon Bon girl? She got it from the Morse Market girl. Oh. Okay. They home make all these desserts, and that shit is right. Is it like a Holva girl? They make Holva there. Macedonian Holva, Madagascar Holva. They do all that. I live for a Madagascar Havala. Well, so we got... Did she stay with you, girl? She did. Okay. She stayed at the house. And we played Play Your Guilty Pleasure song. So we, we... traded songs and that was quite fun that's a good game to play if you're ever uh looking for something to do you just go around the circle and play a song that you're ashamed that you love okay mine was high bitch by bad baby who you may know from dr phil who was the cash me outside girl do you remember her I don't. the trash no i don't remember her at all she was garbage she was a troubled teen oh she created a song called high bitch which is amazing um, so that was lovely. Now, here's the other thing, girl. She had to do a deep clean of the house. Uh-oh. Does she have to... Corona. <laughs> That's the Corona-19, COVID-19, 1920, 2021. 2021 Delta variant. Boots shit, girl. Omicron. 2022. Batu. Ism. 2023. Three. No, nobody had COVID, but you know, it was time for a spring cleaning girl uh-huh. that never really happened. So it okay. was because we're having guests and we have another guest coming this weekend. I'm telling you, that's a lot of work, girl. It, a deep cleaner always, always wear you out. Me and Miss Jeffrey both were, and we did it all, bitch. We did the sweeping, we did the dusting. We did the, the get out the fucking clean wipes and get your toilet together. Okay. You don't normally <laughs> wash your toilet, girl? Well, we do, but this was like a like a deep clean girl on your toilet. Now, we'll clean up spickle spack, or wow. if there's a little stain there, 
That's always clean. But as far as like... You don't scrub-a-dub-dub. That was what it was. It was a deep scrub-a-dub-dub with an overnight potion to get her <laughs> Not to get a her potion, right. girl. Yeah. She saw the witch. Had right. to make her a fresh potion. Right. She had to go see Granny. <laughs> granny, girl? <laughs> granny. Okay. Okay? <laughs> granny. She'll get you a good-ass potion for your damn nerves. Okay. She better. Because that's why I went to see her. Grainy. Grainy. Okay. Okay. Now, girl, what the hell did you get up to? Girl, like you, did a little cleaning. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You know, the cleaning took place up north. Okay. Okay. So we cleaned up the yard. She did some yard work. Getting ready for the summer season, girl. We got it ready for a visit. Yeah. Because we're going up there for, for the holiday, girl. So we oh, yeah. literally, literally were there 36 hours. Right. So okay. it was a quick in and out. Quick in and out. And it was a lot of work while we were there. But we did have a little fun. Because girl. Yep. She made a purchase. Well, we made a purchase. Right. I didn't make it on my own. Right. So girl, we have a couple of jet skis. Okay. For your goddamn okay. nerves. For right. the fucking. The lake girl. The lake girl. And you can whip shitties on them, I oh, got. Yeah. We whipped shitties. We can do wheelies on them, girl. Yeah. So we just took delivery of him. Scott H. Uh-huh. His cousins bought one. Yep. And then Scott H., his sister, and I went in, bought another. So we got two of them. Now, girl, I got to tell you, I told, I showed you the videos, right? Yeah. Because we, were, we, we did that on Saturday. Well, girl, on Sunday, Uh-oh. the lake was calm. And you know she took that shit Whipped it right across the lake, girl, 42 miles an hour. Oh, 42 miles. Now, do you, how fast do you think you run miles per hour at probably, top speed? Probably about four to five. Four to five. I, I would say probably five, five mile an hour on the reg, maybe oh. 5.5. You're on the rag, girl? Yeah. Yeah. Shit. yeah. Her pussy's bleeding something fierce. Right. Okay. She's shedding her walls. Do you, yeah. Kids. Welcome to the podcast. Now, girl, I'm hoping that in this little interim here that we have here, we can play a little couple seconds about what our midsection is. I, you know what? I think we're going to, girl. And uh, you know what? Because I'll tell you what I don't need. What? Is another hero. Well, I don't need that. Okay. No. And you know the place where I'm going? It's going to, I'll tell you where it's going to be. It's going to be beyond Thunderdome if it's going to be anywhere. That's, look, bitch. I, if there is an anthem right. for a gay... I don't know one that's bigger than Proud Mary. Because <laughs> Proud and Mary. Right. Okay. Those I've are two n- queer things that I've together. never thought of that song in that way. Yeah. I just did. You just blew my mind and probably at least six of the listeners, especially from the Grenadines. Do you think that I blew the mind of a caller? Well, we're going to have to see if anyone calls in to us. Okay. okay. So let's enjoy this little musical interlude as we get prepared. Grab your tissues for our midsection. Rolling, rolling, yeah, rolling, rolling on a river. Rolling on the, the 
Kids. God. The tub took another one. Damn it. And so this, I, one's an, this one's an icon. I was sitting at work and my phone started buzzing. Do you know that three people texted me nearly at the same time to let me know the tragedy of Tina Turner, otherwise known as Tina Turner. Right. right. Went straight to the tub. Girl, to be clear, she didn't have an OD in the tub. No, no. She didn't Bobby Christina. She didn't Whitney. Now, the thing is, we don't know what she did. Okay? It has not been released yet as to what happened with Tina. Do we know the cause, girl? We don't know the cause yet. Mm -hmm. But I know that it stirred up a lot of emotions in a lot of communities. Okay? Uh, Number one, I'm the African-American community. Okay? I mean, how could it not there? Number two, the gay community. How could it not there? I would say number three, anyone who loves music. Okay. How about that? This is a this is one of those rare icons that stretched across all the gener everybody knows who fucking Tina Turner is. Okay? I I look back in the late eighties. I learned of her during, during uh, you know, I was having my music awakening, right. if you will. Right. I mean, Tiffany, Debbie Gibson, Tina Turner, Celine Dion. Now, would These you really put Tiffany in the same breath as Whitney, Whitney Houston and Tina Turner? <laughs> Tiffany? Well, I'm going to, girl, because to a teenager. Now, she thought she was alone once. And what know, else did she do? She said, you know what? Could have been. Well. Okay. She saw him standing there. Well, if she saw anybody. Right. Okay. And then she actually, in these last couple of years, has gone straight through the trough. Well, and she's lost it too. And she's touring malls again. Well, okay. She's doing the gay circuit at the Pride events. Well, she's trying. And I was there, girl. She's trying. Well, you know what? I was there for it. And you know what? I'm going to celebrate her. Okay. You can go ahead and make fun of her all you want to, girl. I just can't but have the, her in the same breath as Tina on our Tina Remembrance episode. Well, she's going to be there because as an awakening okay. music uh, aficionado, uh-huh. okay? If she's anything. If she's anything, okay? Uh, from the late 80s, early 90s, girl, she was right there when I was coming of age. Well, I remember. Do you remember this? Now, my favorite Tina Turner song, and then we should talk about yours, too. But my favorite Tina Turner song is, I don't care who's wrong or right. I don't really want to fight no more. Okay. Do you remember how you had to get that? The only way you could get that single, she did a partnership with McDonald's girl. And you had to go through and you had to order a specific meal and pay an extra coin to get the cassette single of I Don't Want to Fight before the album came out because it was a McDonald's partnership. See, I waited for the album and then got the album. She needed that cassette tape. Now, I'll tell you what I did. As soon as Simply the Best hit the airwaves, girl, I marched my happy ass right out to FYE, girl. to the FYE. And picked up the album. Right. Kids, so what we're going to do today for our midsection is we're going to remember Tina Turner. And I actually came today, girl, with some little known facts about Tina to share with the kids. But before we get into it, I said my favorite Tina song. What's your favorite Tina song? Number one favorite. It's hard to to pick just one girl. Yeah. But uh, if I had to pick just one, it's the one that we let in here with. And that is Proud Fucking Mary. So 
here's a couple of things, girl, and I'm wondering if you know some of these. Now, she was born in 1939, girl, down in Bronzeville, Tennessee. So she's a Southern gal. She is okay. a Southern gal, girl. And she was the youngest daughter in her family. Now, did you know, Tina has sold, how many How many albums do you think she's sold? I'm going to go with 650 million. Well, it's 100 million, but you know. Okay. okay. It's, still, it's still respectable. Right. 100 million records worldwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best-selling recording artists of all time. Now, now I do want to say this. Mm-hmm. And this always happens after uh, an artist of her caliber will tub. The music sales goes through Oh, the I'm sure already she's number one on every chart. I'm sure that what we're going to get soon is some remastered versions of old albums. Sure. Maybe For she sure. had something in the vault. Well, that's what I'm hoping because Prince had a lot of shit in the vault. I don't think, I don't think she's going to have Prince level, but I bet she's got at least an album's worth hiding. I'm sure of it, girl. Now... Um, she's released 10 studio albums during her career. Um, she received over 20 awards and accolades. Um, but here's a couple little known facts. she win a Grammy? That's a question. Seven Grammys, girl. Yes, girl. I knew it. She's a multi. She won album of the year. Female rock vocal performance. One, two, three, four, five times. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, record of the year. Yeah, so she she has, she made the Grammys She's, a bitch. And she, what what I heard was she was she won all the big ones. Yeah, she won biggies. Now we're not were talking you about aware? the newcomer award, girl. We're no. talking about fucking record of the year. Right now, were you aware that her real name is not Tina Turner, girl? Did you know that for your damn nerves? Her real name was Anna Mae Bullock. That I did know. I knew she. I knew Tina Turner wasn't her real name. She began uh, her music career with Ike Turner's Kings of Rhythm. We'll talk about him in a minute. Under the name of Little Ann. That was her first professional name, girl. Oh. Little Ann. Now Steamboat Annie comes to mind. I think it was Steamboat Willie. Okay. Well, that too. Okay. Uh the first record she appeared on as Little Lamb was called Box Top. Ooh. Now, she debuted as Tina Turner in 1960 with A Fool in Love, girl. And that was a duet with Ike Turner. Do now, you, Ike's, I, Ike, long before it, Tina, he he tipped the tub. Yeah, he tubbed. Now, do you want to talk a little bit about what you know about... No, I mean, here's the thing. So they were this iconic uh, duo. Right. Um, I mean, both rockers... Yeah, she started out in his band, and then they kind of became a duet act. I can Tina Turner and released a shit ton of albums under that. Right, right. Uh, they got married, and they had uh, a volatile relationship, to put it mildly. Now, if I remember correctly, he was older than she. Yeah, he was older than she was. Um, he started out kind of as a manager, as kind of managing her career. Right. And I think the problem, I don't want to speak out of school because, I mean, they're both tubbed. But I think the problem was is she started to get a modicum of a success that he didn't have. Always wanted, but he wasn't the front man. Right. He kind of became background to her, and that caused a bit of a problem. Right. Uh, Another interesting fact is, and this is kind of sad. Now, she was one of three sisters... And they were separated from their family during World War II. And she actually had to go and live with her paternal grandparents in Tennessee. Okay. She was brought back together with her family after the war. And that's when they moved to Knoxville and Nutbush, 
Girl, which is where the song Nutbush City Limits comes. But the sad part is her mother abandoned the family during her younger age. So Tina and her and her sisters lived with the father after he remarried. Now, she started her career singing in nightclubs, girl. She was a featured vocalist with a band in St. Louis nightclub. Now, during this point, she, she recorded her first single, Box Top, okay? And the leading vocalist, vocalist on the record was her and Ike. So they founded the Ike and Tina Turner Review, okay? It included the Kings of Rhythm and a girl group, the Iquettes, which Tinta was a part of and which I have an album on vinyl of the Iquettes, okay? Mm. So now maybe that'll be worth a coin or two. It's probably. They became one of the most successful duos in the history of recording in United States, releasing It's Gonna Work Out Fine, River Deep, Mountain High, Proud Mary, Nutbush City Limits, Etc. Now they broke up in 1976, girl. Okay. And do you know what she had to do after that, girl? Well, as a teenager, she worked as a domestic worker for the Henderson family. So did you know that she was kind of a like a maid almost? I didn't know that, but was Harry involved? Harry and the Hendersons? Yeah. I think he was there. Okay. You know. So she wasn't responsible for Harry, though. No, she wasn't in charge of Harry. She was at the Henderson house for many years and then after the breakup she actually went back and lived with the hendersons did you know that girl? i did not know that but i'm not surprised right so uh she started going solo shortly after that in 1977 appearing on tv shows and the like uh 1980 1978 she released her third solo album rough which was the first one to kind of get blown up on the charts okay Ooh. Okay. Do you know the album Rough Girl? I don't, actually. Did you know that she was a practicing Buddhist? Yes, that I did know. Okay. Yes. Um, you know why I know that? Why? Because Oprah interviewed her and had like they had an hour-long special, and she talked about how she had become a Buddhist, and it had been a really helpful thing for you know her, her spiritual self. Right. She kind of considered herself, quote, a Buddhist Baptist. Um, she said, uh, alluding to her upbringing in the Baptist church, along with her um, new, newfound Buddhism. Now, in 2013, girl, I'm jumping all around with some unique yeah, facts. I mean, these are dates that are coming out of the left field. She suffered a stroke. Were you aware of this, girl? I did not know that she had a stroke, but I know that she has had some health issues. Not only did she have a stroke in 2013, but the doctors told her as a result of that, she would never walk again. But she did. She did. She not only taught herself how to walk again, she then went on a tour. Not only did she have the stroke girl, she also had to have a kidney transplant surgery. So she had some health oh, issues. Oh, yeah, she's had some health issues. Now, she's a mother and a grandmother girl. Well, okay? most people do, girl. She had No, she was one. She didn't oh, have one. Oh, I thought... Yeah. Now, she had a mother. That's a little I, known fact. Did you I, know that? I figured, because you already told us that she left. Right. Uh, she adopted two of Ike's children, okay, and raised them as her own. Ooh. Okay. okay. Uh, she also had two biological sons. Now, unfortunately, in July 2018, uh, Craig Turner... One of one of the sons, he was found in the tub with a gunshot to the face, girl. So that's oh not God, good. That's awful. So she had a lot of struggles. Poor thing. She has, yeah. Uh, she has set a Guinness Book World Record. Yeah. Do you know what the record is? Yes, girl? girl, I do actually. Believe it or not, tell the kids. She went ahead and uh, had the largest live paying audience for a solo show. Right. 
180,000 people right. in attendance. Right. And she went ahead and took that from Frank Sinatra. She said, that'll okay. be enough. Well, I'll be the number one. And she holds it. She holds it to this day. Now, here's a little known fact, girl, that I did not know. So when you think of Tina Turner and films, okay, what do you think of? The first thing that I think of is Tommy Girl. Right. Well, that's acid queen. Right. So I would would always think of... Which uh, is iconic. I'm sorry. It is iconic. Absolutely. So I would think of Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Oh. Which is the sequel to Mad Max where she plays like a a renegade queen girl in the amphitheater and she sings, we don't need another hero. Well, okay. And we don't. Did you know that she was in 17 movies, girl? I did not know that. Nor... Did I? And looking at the pieces, uh-huh. uh, I'm still a little confused. So I thought I would run through a couple of these and see if you know any of these films. Okay. Now, she was in Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Now, that is the Beatles film. Right. No, I didn't know it. Yeah. She's got a little Cameo. role in that girl. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, of course. She did a movie called Two People. Girl, and this was in the 1980s. And this was based on a single that she had called, oddly enough, Two People. Okay. But it was a, song. a short film, biography film about her life. Oh. I'm going to have to find that. Now, here I thought a biography film was... <laughs> a biopic. Yeah, a biopic. I, I really thought it would have been... What's love got to do with it, girl? Starring? She's not in that, though. Angela Bassett, girl. Who did the thing? Well, she didn't win a thing. <laughs> Well, she didn't win the thing. Did she you, didn't win a thing. Yeah. Did you know that she was in Last Action Hero starring Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, I don't watch that. She plays the fucking mayor of the well, town. She probably was. If she plays anything. Right. Okay. Did you know that she had a two-episode arc in television's Ally McBeal, where she played no. the role of Tina Turner? So I got to see some of these other Tinta Performances. Uh, performances. And, uh, of course, her music uh, videos are legendary. Well, I will never forget the Simply the Best where she's dancing on the beach girl in the sepia-toned video. Oh, sepia? I couldn't remember if it was sepia or just a classic black and white. Tina loved a classic black she, and well, white. Well, yes, but her hair really shone in a sepia. A sepia-type tone. Yeah. Now, I used to love the work that she did with David Bowie. Do you know that she would show up at his concerts and do little duets with him unplanned? Love it. Love because it. David Bowie's favorite artist of all time was Tina Turner. Well, and she is an artist if she's anything. What do you have to tell the kids about Tina? Did you bring any personal stories, remembrances? So there are a couple of things. Okay. Okay. To date, girl. It is probably, other than A Beautiful Noise, which is currently playing on Broadway, which is the Neil Simon story. Wow. She had the most successful bio... Jukebox musical girl. jukebox musical about her life. Uh Uh-huh. And it's called Tina, the Tina Turner musical. How do you think they came up with the title? Well, not really sure, girl. I think it says it all. However, it did win multiple awards, both in London... And in New York. Uh-huh. It actually premiered in London first, and she handpicked oh. her star. Her star of the show to portray her. And so And that woman went on to win a Tony. She won a Tony and she won the Olivier Girl. Oh. Okay. So she was 
popular and classy right. is what you've told me. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Girl, I, I brought some some quotes from the queen herself, and I think these are kind of really pertinent to right now. Okay. Quote, my legacy is that I stayed on course from the beginning to the end because I believed in something inside of me. Okay. Wow. Here's another one. Quote, I will never give in to old age until I become old and I'm not old yet. That was made two years ago, which I love. Yeah, I love it. And she was 81. And finally, and I I really want to live my life more in this as if maybe she's my guru girl. Okay. Quote, I believe that if you'll just stand up and go, life will open up for you. Isn't that... Like, I need that kind of mantra. A little bit of motivation to get your ass up out of the chair, girl. Right. Okay? Right. And get on the fucking street on your feet. Well. And moving forward. Well, could she roll around in a roller chair, girl? If you can walk, it's preferable. She's got to get all the way up, girl. Well, I I, I think she's got to march her happy ass if she's able. Now, one last thing that I have on Tina... Do you know what her legs were worth? She had them insured, girl. I'm sure she did because those legs were everything. Million dollar legs on Tina, girl. Yeah. Insured. If she was able to do anything. It was kick. Right. Stretch and kick. And she was 83. Right. Now, I don't know that she was stretching at 83. Maybe not, but she was kicking and I'm damn sure of that. Right. Uh, She was alive and kicking Right till today, this morning. Well, so kids, you know what? It's been lovely having this moment with Tina and you. So what I would recommend, Mark, maybe maybe you can second this. I recommend getting to getting on your phone and going to the place where you listen to finer musics. Right. And give a Tina Turner album that you've never heard before a shot. Right. Pop right. it on. Don't just listen to the big hits. Do you know that she had an old country album, girl, that Miss Jeffrey has on vinyl, and it was fucking great? A country album, girl. I didn't know that, girl. Yeah. So so give it, give yourself a shot by dipping into Tina's discography, because she's so much more than just the big hits, kids. Girl, I'd love that for you and for the kids. We should absolutely get right into that. I think, I, and I'm just going to tell everybody right now, for me... The album that I'm probably going to be streaming, and I just am choosing it at random, is Foreign Affair. Okay, so you're going to start with Foreign Affair, girl. Right. I'll pick one, too. The one that I think maybe you should get yourself into would be the 1996 album, Wildest Dreams, because it's my favorite cover. Oh. But that featured the Golden Ice song from the James Bond movie, girl. Oh, get it. She was a Bond girl. Now, kids, we're going to take a break now. We're going to listen to a little bit more Tina. And when we come back, what are we going to do, Mark? Girl, when we come back, it's time to paint. So you better bring your colors, fill your port vintage, get ready.
kids, wipe your tears from Tinta. Oh, God. But I'll tell you, girl, and I, I'm telling the kids, too. Okay. When, and you saw it. Now, the viewers... The viewers when, saw it. The viewers saw it. I literally was weepy and teary from listening to the best. I know. And you know what? If you don't listen to that song and bring back 100 million memories, I don't think you have a heart. Okay, because I, I can tell you what was going on in my life when that song came out, girl. Now, what about you? Do you have memories to the best? She was making out with guys. Okay. It was two I, Tina Turner, girl. I was. Wow. Yep. At my friend Jimmy's garage. <laughs> oh, not in the garage, girl. In the a, basement. No, it was a basement. Uh, well, we used to make movies in the basement. <laughs> Porn. <laughs> Kids, it's time for Trash, trash Talk. talk. I can't decide, Tammy, what you've got going on. I don't even know where to start. Some of the jokes, I was just like, what? I'm Tammy Brown, and I'm going to spin your head round and round. You know, I've always made them laugh. I can just stand there, and people are going to laugh. It's my, my gift to the world. You are freaking nuts. You got your soundtrack in your head. Ha-cha-cha-cha, sister. Michelle was being really haughty and acting the part of the Grand Dam. You know, they did wear these kind of nylons. If you do your research properly, I do have an associate's degree in fashion. I do Ooh. know these things. I'm being read right in front of my You're eyes. I'm being read. If I was going to read, I can talk about that line on someone's neck. It was nasty, and it was trite, actually. I said, well, let me read you, honey, because you have a makeup line down your neck. <laughs> Kids. Now that, that, just to get our reading started and our right. trash, that was none other than probably my favorite read on the RuPaul's Drag Race franchise when Tammy Brown went ahead and read Michelle Visage right to her face. Too filth. Too filth. And you know what? She was we right. To, we, she was not wrong. No. And the library had to open. And well, she's going to open it up. If she, she, I think she closed it down as well. Well, she, she might dropped it if she did anything. But I, it's time for you to open up the library right. here at Painted Trash Podcast. So you know what I love is I love a good comprehensive study. You do live for a good study, especially with some statistics. Right. So there's been a recent study that's been uh, completed. Now, this was used in analysis of Google search inquiries. Oh, okay. 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 And a study was done to reveal in which U.S. state the largest number of people are seeking Answers to questions relating to homosexuality, gender expression, and where the highest level of LGBTQ porn is coming from. So okay. the, the okay. it's the Cultural Currents Institute, the CCI, and it is basically finding in which state do the most closeted people live. Right, because they're searching for questions about sexuality and gender expression, as well as does that equate to the type of porn that's being watched? See, and I gotta say, nothing in there tells me these people are closeted. So I think there's an assumption, but go on. Well, they're googling things like here are some of the the things that they are googling out: Am I gay? Oh. Am I lesbian? Oh. Am I trans? How to come out to family. What if I never come out? Words such as non-binary, gay, etc. So you see now I how see, you're getting I see it. how we're getting, we're getting into the closet a little bit. Now, 
What I I'd be interested to see what comes up when I put in gay. <sighs> I'd be interested. I'll tell to you, see. you'll get a lot. I'm sure I would. So, girl, the 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 study's complete. And um, do you want to have any guesses? I've got the top five. For okay, you here. I've got a few. Okay, should you do you want to guess or do you I'll want me to give a, you the number uh, five? I'm gonna I'm gonna guess okay, a couple and guess you tell a couple. Me the top five. Okay? okay. I'm gonna say Louisiana. It's not in the top five. Ooh, that's surprising. How about Arkansas? Not in the top five. That is a shock. Uh-huh. South Carolina. Not in the top five. Again, I am shocked. Right. All right, I'm gonna do one more. Okay. And if it's not on there, I'm gonna shut the fuck up. Okay. Mississippi. Nah, actually, it's number six. Not in the top five. It's number six. All right, then they got to do one more just because of the size of the fucking thing. Okay. Texas. No. All right. I'm shook. Right. Tell me, tell me, girl. Some of these are going to be a surprise. Number five, New Hampshire, a small state, but a large group of people who are searching these things. If it were Vermont, I wouldn't believe it because a lesbian loves Vermont cheese. Well, if they, they almost love it as much as they do pussy, but not quite. They like a U-Haul even better. Right. Number four, West Virginia. Well, okay. That one is not as much of a shock to me. Okay. Number three, Indiana. Well, that one okay. is a sad state. It's just, just a sad state. I would say a sad state of affairs, but it's a sad state. Number two for your nerves, Kentucky. That is a mess of a state. Right. Okay. But I do like a whiskey. And number one. Now, this should be, once I tell you, you're going to be like, of course it is. Uh-oh. Number one, the most closeted states, Utah. Of course it's Utah, girl. The Mormon church. Yes. Now, girl, I know plenty of gay Mormons. I know, but that's against their... Did you see the movie Latter Days, girl? Girl! But it doesn't now not make sense. Yeah, it does. Of course. Of course, of course it's it Utah. Does. Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting study, girl. Now, I, I did think South Carolina might be on that list. But I did, it, too. Did you crack the top six, girl? Now, what do you have for me, girl? All right, girl. It is a well-known, documented fact that you have a certain pre-made food that you enjoy heating up in a microwave. That could be one of millions of things. Okay? <laughs> if there's anything you like, it's food that goes in the microwave. Well, she's a culinary cuisine artist. Right. When it comes to a microwave. Yeah. Bitch. She'll eat a bowl where I don't even have to vent the film because that's too much work. Can you vent a bitch-ass bowl? Well, she loves her Amy's bowls. You know the Amy's oh, brand? Yeah. It's like I, the vegan healthy one. Yeah. Ugh, I'll eat any kind of Amy bowl. I'm sure you will. No, girl, these aren't a bowl. Okay. These might be a, let's say, pocket, if you will. <laughs> well, I think you might have given it away, girl. <laughs> but it could be a lean pocket or a hot pocket. Well, this one, girl... This is the Hot Pocket. Okay, now I live for a Hot Pocket. My now, favorite flavor would, of course, be the traditional ham and cheese. I love Croissant. that one. I, girl, I also like the pizza one, the pepperoni pizza. I can't get into it. I don't understand Because it's it. like a stromboli, but it's not as good. But I like the croissant pockets, girl. Those are hard to come by, though. They're tough to find. I don't think I've ever seen them, to be honest. Now, what happened with a Hot Pocket? Girl, as sometimes happens, okay? Uh-oh. When you have a roommate, now I don't know, you haven't had a roommate in a hot minute, Mm-mm. okay? And, I, and I'm not talking about a hot pocket minute. I'm talking about a hot, long right. time. I haven't had a roommate in 10 plus years, probably more. Yeah. I mean, you've lived with partners. Partners, yeah, but not, but a, not, a, been not a, while. a straight up roommate. 
But you know, if you think back, like even especially in college, you know how like a roommate, if you share food, like they'll take the last of something and not think anything about it, even if you bought it. Oh, you know what I mean. So like, when I was a junior in college, girl, mm-hmm. we had our own cupboards. And if it wasn't in the shared cupboard, yeah. you kept your fucking hands off. Right. Okay? You can ask. All right. But if they said well, no, Actually, you... if it's my shit and it's my cupboard, you can't ask. Well, in the answer is no, can... because it was put in my cupboard. Well. Okay. You were nicer if in I your might, house. Well, we had a lot of fights. But uh-huh. We never fought about food, even though I thought it was trite and trashy. <laughs> what did you fight we... about, Dick? No, girl. Noise. Fucking... Oh. People over types of things, mm-hmm. like just stupid shit. Well, girl, I got to tell you a little quick story here. Clifton Williams, girl. Uh-oh. Also from Kentucky. Uh-huh. Girl, he was arrested. Uh-oh. Okay? And it recently arrested on second-degree assault, girl. Yep. Somebody tried to steal his Hot Pocket. The roommate ate the last Hot Pocket. <gasps> So he began throwing tiles at him and oh. then finally shot him in the ass. Well, that's a <laughs> the tiles I get, okay? Throwing a tile at someone if they ate my last Hot Pocket. Now, was this in a two-pack or a four-pack? <laughs> I'm guessing it's a two-pack. Ooh, then or, you're no, real you know what? It's, it's probably four-pack, and I'll tell you why it's a four-pack. Mm-hmm. Because he's a regular eater of a okay. Hot Pocket. So he gets a four-pack, which right. are also hard to come by nowadays. Girl, I get the madness, uh, but I don't know that I get the shooting. Right. Okay. Right. He's now facing. Yeah, he's going to have a punishment for that. Five to ten years up in the state penitentiary, girl. Yeah. For for this second degree assault. Yeah. Okay. Now, second degree assault is inten- someone who intentionally causes physical injury to another person by means of a deadly weapon or a dangerous instrument. Sounds like a gunshot in the buttocks. Would fit that, that bill. Yeah. I, I don't recommend it. Now, I recommend whooping a bitch ass if she steals your last Hot Pocket. I'm fine with that. Okay, that's assault, but you know what? Don't eat my last Hot Pocket. Right. I mean, there's an easy way to prevent the assault. Don't eat the Hot Pocket. Okay? Right. It's mine. You, but is it yours? Well. I, where's the proof that I didn't buy it? Don't get me going down those because you know what I'll do? I will go back and check all the receipts and then I'll check. I'll get DNA evidence done on it on the fucking carton that it came in. I'll trace it back to the supermarket I went to. Okay. Well, what if we went shopping together, girl? No, we didn't. (laughs) Not on the day I bought my Hot Pockets. I do that alone. Okay. Okay. So you didn't want any input on which Hot Pockets we I got to tell you, luckily me and Jeffrey don't have this problem, but I'm trying to think what it was. There was like one day where he was like, did you eat? My, I think it was a, it was a bag of croutons. He was like, did you eat my croutons? And I didn't, but I don't know who did because we're the only two people that live in the house. It did make me laugh, but he, he didn't get mad, but I could see he was kind of turned. And I don't think he ever (laughs) believed me that I didn't eat them, but I didn't. Okay. Actually. You wouldn't lie to the kids, would you? No, but a box of croutons. At first I was like, why would I just sit down and eat a box of croutons? But then the more I think about it. I probably would, you know? So you probably did. I didn't. I absolutely didn't. I didn't even know we had a box of croutons or I probably would have eaten them. Okay. Well, girl, I have something for you and I think this might blow your right off. (laughs) Girl. (laughs)
Kids, we are, as of listening to this podcast, we are in Pride Month. Damn straight girl. Okay. So a lot of people, including yourself, girl, fly their pride flags, right? You have one, right? I have one. It's outside on the patio right now. So you know that there are all different types of pride flags that that exist. There is, you know, the general pride flag, which has all the stripes of the different, that represent the different communities. There's a bear flag. What are some other flags that you can think of? Progress squirrel. Progress. There's the bear community's flag. There's the black gay pride flag. trans flag. The trans flag. Well, girl, this year, this season, there's a new flag. Okay. I'm going to show you a picture of the flag and you can kind of tell the kids what it is. And I'm going to cover the name so you can't see what it is. This is the new flag girl. It's a trans bi flag. It's not, but do you want to explain it to the kids? So we've got, um, it looks like it's a blue line down the center. Uh huh. And as it works its way out, it gets white, dusty rose, raspberry. Right. Very good descriptives, girl. So this is the new flag that has come out this year. It's seven stripes, and it is the, are you ready for it, girl? Ready? The femboy flag. Oh. Okay. Now, is this, here's the question that I have about that. A uh-huh. femboy, is that the tie boys? No. So femboys are a little different. Here's the definition of a femboy. It's defined as a, quote, boy with feminine physical characteristics or behaviors. Anyone can be a femboy, it says. Okay. However, usually it's going to be someone around 30 and under. Okay? Right. Age right. aside, though, most people seem to agree that the chief characteristics of a femboy are femininity and perceived youth. However, it's a loose definition that can be confusing. So, so some questions is about femboys is, are all femboys gay? What do you think the answer to that is? I think the answer is no on that. You're right. Most femboys may certainly be gay, but this does not apply to everyone. After all, being a femboy has nothing to do with one's sexual preference. Correct. Now, is femboy a slur? <sighs> That's a tough question. I think the answer is sometimes. Right. And you're exactly right, girl. When used in the community itself, it's a harmless self-identifier, although it can be a slur when used in specific context, generally outside of the community. See, and I would disagree with that. Okay. That part of it. Because I think, you know, we've talked about bottom shaming and such on this podcast. And I think you get some really alpha slash mask for mask types that are that are going to use femboy in a degrading derogatory statement. Right. And so I think it's not. And those are in the community. So, you know, I think it depends on the person. I, well, I think I th- we can't generalize by community. I think that you bring up something interesting, which is why I think the flag is important. I think that it has, could be used as a slur within the community, but this is showing a pride for being a feminine boy. Okay. However, I would say... So you're um, outside of the 30-ish range, so you can't be a femboy. I don't think I am one now, but I think I probably was one once. Okay. Um, so you're a retired femboy? Yeah, she's she's an elder femboy. Yeah, she's retired. She's hit her, the retirement age. Yeah, um, I think a slur would be if you called a trans person a femboy. That would be a slur. That that's fair, but because you're invalidating their gender, right? Correct. Right, right. Now it's affecting the gender. So the flag, really quick, the stripes. Here's what the stripes 
stand for? Okay. Because okay? you know the gays, they got they got to be very cute with it. Of course. So the outer pink stripes represent femininity, which those come from the, the raspberry le- girl. Yeah, from the lesbian flag. Okay? okay. These flank the other colored bands because femininity is the first thing people see when meeting a femboy before going inward to a blue masculine center. So see how the flag was made. Got it. Now, here's my question to you is, do you, um, do you think that you are a femboy or were one? I think at one time I probably was. Uh And I I think I hated myself for it. Frankly, we're going to go real deep because we're now we're trying to celebrate it. Right. I, it was like the thing I wanted to hide. So maybe this is something that could have helped you yeah. when you were younger. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I think, you know, a lot of people like to put up a stink. Oh my God, another fucking flag, another fucking this and that. I'm not here for that because here, this actually can help people like what you just said. Right. I do think that a younger generation is now embracing the fact that people can express themselves the way that they want. And I, I kind of like that this is now something that people can be prideful about. Um, I'm, I'm really it. into it. I'm here for it. I am attracted, usually. The older I get, or, or I'm attracted to more feminine men, I think. Would you say Miss Jeffries a femboy? I think she's, she's teetering on the age, okay? She's very young, let me just say that. But I think that she could fit into that. Sure. Okay. Okay. Are you sure? Would she identify as a femboy? She just wants to identify as an otter, which she is as well. She could be a femboy otter. They, but I those like don't work together. What I like is that one day you could be a femboy. The next day you could you be define a, it. a fucking bear. You, you could define be, it. I love that. So I'm all in on the flag. I don't know if I'm going to be flying it because I can't keep buying all this shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes, girl. But I'm into it. I love it. Now, girl, do you have a recommendation before we head on out on this fine day? Girl, you know I do. Okay. And I bet you do, too. I do. Right. Well, girl, I'm going to tell you, this is a streamer. Ooh. And it's a new series, girl. Mm. And it's in the middle of the series. It's a weekly drop. Okay. And this one for your goddamn nerves. <laughs> right. Is? Comes out of a franchise. Ooh. That we... At Pain and Trash Podcast have talked about before and love. Okay. And in fact, we may even like part two when we like the original. And girl, this one is called Grease. <gasps> Rise of the Pink Ladies, girl. So you've started it. I started it. It's on Paramount Plus, girl, for your goddamn nerves. Tell me everything because I... Okay. I, it's on my list. Okay, girl. Because you well, know I live for Grease. I know. I, this is why Surprising. I thought, well, I'm going to have to bring this to you because I know you probably haven't started it. I have and not. And you don't live for movies or, or things with musicals. No, musical but I live elements. for Grease and Grease too. Right, right. Because um, she's a cool writer if she's anything. Well, that's just right. That's what I know about you, girl. Now. Is Dee Dee Khan in it, girl? She is for not. damn nerves. She is not, girl. Fuck. There are a lot of people on here that you're not going to know. Yeah, of okay? course. Yeah, but I'm not going to know any of them. There are a couple of people who are in here that you may know. Doubtful. Jackie Hoffman, girl. I live for her. Is she playing the principal? She's playing the principal, Perfect girl. casting. Okay, it is perfect casting, right? Yeah, perfect. That's, I, I couldn't agree more with that. Girl. She's the principal of Rydell High if she's anything. Well, and uh, it's perfection. And the other one, girl, 
I don't know if you know her. Her name is Marissa Davila. No. Or Davia. She was on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. No. Which I really liked. I thought she was great in that. She has done a lot of work, but a lot of things you probably haven't seen, girl. But she's in it. She's the star. Oh. Okay. There was interesting about this, okay, is it's not just sort of the the prequel of of Sandy and Rizzo. Uh-huh. This is like how in the school community we get to the T-Birds and the Pink Ladies. Okay. So the characters aren't the same people, yeah. which is interesting. But there it's are a prequel. Tro- there, there are tropes yeah. that you will get, and there's a nice uh, racial element in it too oh. where we start looking at Latino versus white versus city versus country. Um, so some different sociology type of issues. Sociology yeah. type, yeah. Yeah. type issues. It's very good, and it's a musical. So there are original songs That's and what original I was dances ask. and things that are in it. It's very fun. I'm on episode two. I enjoy it. That's Grease, The Rise of the Pink Ladies, now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Well, I'm going to give it a shot, girl. And I will let you know that during your description of it, I slowly farted during most of that. I lo- So, you know what? If you slowly fart, you know what that uh, tells me? What? Those pussy lips are tight as She's fart. got control. Yeah. yeah, she was. So how often do you keep old girl? Because I know you're getting your shit raped. Yeah, right. She's not being raped, girl. She's being poked. Okay. With She's, a finger or two? Mm. How about a fist? Now, girl, my recommendation is going to come no surprise to you if you follow me on the Instagrams. But mine is an oldie, okay? And what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to brag a little bit. Oh. Okay. I'm going to brag on Miss Jeffrey because okay. this past week. She did an Instagram show, girl? <laughs> no. This past week, uh, we were watching our shows. Okay. And Miss Jeffrey, Jeffrey picked a story. And then he was like, okay, you pick a show to watch. Now, since I've met her, I've told her my number one favorite show of all time, which she's never seen. And I said, you know what? I'm going to introduce her to this at some point. The time came, so I popped in The Sopranos. Okay. Season one. Finally. Episode one. We watched it. Okay. And then the next day, he picked a thing. I picked a thing. Episode two. The next day, he said, let's watch Sopranos episode three. This past week, we just finished season one. Halfway through about the fifth episode, he turned over to me in the chair. I have goosebumps thinking about it. This is true love, folks. He turns to me at the middle of the show and he goes, I really, really, really like this show. And I was like, this is true love. This is what it's meant to be. It's all been coming to this moment. Now, girl, have you watched The Sopranos? I've watched a couple of episodes. Edie okay. Falco well, is fucking everything in that show. See, that's Jeffrey's thing, and he's much like me. Uh, usually in, the sh- in media... He's going to like the women characters more than the men. And I think maybe he thought Sopranos is about gangster guys. And, you know, it has some cool women in it, but it's more about the men. Which it is a lot about men. But these women characters in the Sopranos, they're not here to fuck around. No, fucking Edie Falco will cut a bitch. You've got Edie Falco, Drea DiMatteo, Aida Totoro, Nancy Marchand for your damn nerds. Right. 
So anyhow, uh, if you've never seen an episode of The Sopranos, do yourself a favor and give it a start and see where you go. Because now I believe we're going to be streaming the whole or watching the whole thing. Oh, shit. So it's an oldie, but it's a goodie. It's my number one favorite show of all time. And I'm getting to share it with the man that I love. So I'm super excited about that. So I had to share it with the kids. Yeah, excellent. Excellent recommendation, girl. Go ahead and stream it where? You can get it on Max. You see how I didn't say HBO Max? Right, because it's trash. Max. It's trash. You know what I have to ask just real quick? What? Have you enjoyed our port finish tonight? Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it so much I knocked your glass over. Now what do we call what what do we call it? Now I can't remember it. Grainy. No girl. Grainy's apple. No, it was some type of when we referred to the port vintage. Cocktail. No. Oh no, I, I can't remember it. It was a goodie and it needs to be in the vernacular. We'll figure it out. Les amis, mon, mon chant. Chattering Chatine Girl? Chattering Chatine Girl. <laughs> yeah. What was our chattering chatine tonight? The chattering chatine tonight girl was a honey crisp Grainy. apple. Great. <laughs> <laughs> no, kids, you can get in touch with us via uh, paintyourtrashpodcast at gmail.com. Send us an idea of a story that you heard. Shoot some gossip our way. Um, say hi. You can send us a voice memo. We'll play it on this podcast. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at paintedtrashpod. Interact with us. And you can also, of course, visit our website, paintedtrashpodcast.com, Facebook, Painted Trash Podcast, and more important than ever, if you're on the Apple Podcast especially, give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. We'll be happy to read it on next week's show. Okay, girl? Kids, thank you so much for joining us in this remembrance of Tina and some good paints. We had plenty of discourse in the painted trash section. What a goodie. As you go through your week this week, we know you're coming off a holiday. And so I'm sure you're going to be having to talk and it's going to be trash <laughs> and if you're going to talk trash bitch you better paint it have a listen to this fine theme <laughs>